I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. We can even go and take a walk or something. Hello and welcome back to Cast Party. I'm Brennan Klein. I'm Evad Mulb. Is that your name backwards? It is. But I'm Dave but why? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's been a long day. A lot of talking. My last name, my name backwards is Nanerb. Nilk? <laughs> I like it. I okay. Like, I like backwards names. Anyway. I'm yeah, Dave Bloom. Um, the, <laughs> our podcast is backmasked. Look for the satanic messages backwards, <laughs> th- spaced throughout. Um. Anyway, so... This is actually the first time we're going to try to enact something that we were kind of trying to make the show do. Yeah. We were trying to talk about like topical things or current events or like tied in somehow to pop culture news. Yeah. Which uh, we haven't done yet because no. we recorded so far in advance. Yeah. Because I wanted to make sure we knew what we were doing before <laughs> <laughs> before it aired. Yeah. And we had enough going on. But yep. now we're we're getting closer to air date. Seasoned veterans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is coming out like two weeks and three days after we recorded, so we're oh. getting closer. The whole world could have changed in that time. Yeah, no, but I still Hello think the future. world. I still we're close enough. Yeah, and I think the world will still be reeling from the breakup of Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. Yes, um, although this is not what inspired me to come up with this topic, it uh, made it more relevant. So oh. I'm like, I'm, and, I'm glad that we did that. Well, I think it indirectly inspired you because you saw a list of celebrity couples on IMDb, right? Yeah. And that was almost certainly posted because of Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. I don't think because it was. Because people are thinking about it. I don't think so. I think so. I think you're completely wrong. Okay. I think we should end this podcast um, right now. Bye. I mean, I'm the one who has experienced writing content for uh, oh. movie websites, so I'm pretty sure they know what's going on. Oh, okay. They're like, oh, let's just throw 150 photos yeah. that have the tag celebrity couple into a slideshow and mm-hmm. make people click on it. <laughs> um, anyway, um, we want to talk about celebrity couples. And this is going to be interesting because, like, you know, we try to make our topics freewheeling or whatever. Yeah. But we both have our notes that we're coming prepared with. Mm. And I feel like we're both going to come at it from, like, totally different angles. And I think that's going to be interesting. Or we'll have the exact same angle and you never know. the podcast will collapse on itself. That's still fine. <laughs> we don't have to argue about celebrity couples. What does a black hole sound like? You guys might find out. <laughs> that was it. It's over. That, that was, was no, it. that was that was the satanic backwards message. Oh man. Um anyway. We're on fire. And I don't mean oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I think we could start like obviously um Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris, they Yeah announced their separation mm-hmm. which i don't know they're cute i like both of them individually yeah. i wasn't super strung out about this situation no it came out of nowhere i guess but as you know like i'm not following their twitters or whatever is it weird that as a straight man i had this moment of like oh good chris pratt is single again <laughs> <laughs> like i have a shot i don't even think i was thinking that more just like cool we're in the same place in our lives <laughs> I can relate to you, Chris Pratt. Do they have they have a little boy named Jack, don't they? I think they're little boys I named Jack. I know they have a child. Children are where my interest in celebrities dips sharply. It should. You should not be interested in their children. Yeah. It's that really isn't interesting at all. Uh-huh. And kind of awful. Yeah, and it's weird because the child did not sign up for this. No. I mean, I'm interested in crazy celebrity baby names. 
But beyond that, mm-hmm. not so much. Yeah. I'm not going to look it up. I can't do it one-handed. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I thought we could talk about um, some of our favorite celebrity couples to start off. Mm-hmm. Um, should we talk about ones that are currently still together or just in general? Just go. I don't think it matters if they're together or not. And I might have someone on here that isn't together. And I don't. Ooh. Just they've never been together. You just want them to be. <laughs> yeah. It's a celebrity couple. It's two people that were in the same movie. Okay. <laughs> That counts, right? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christian Bale and Marion Cotillard—they'd be great. Oh my god! Except she stabbed him. Did she? Oh yeah. Spoilers. Oh, I don't care. No, th- <laughs> no one should watch that movie. What? The Dark Knight Rises was so bad. Oh my god! We're not friends anymore. That's fine. It that was way, not I don't have bad. To watch the Dark Knight Rises with anyone. It wasn't bad. It was the worst of the Batman. Well, I—that's relative because all three were really good. Two of them were really good. <sighs> anyway, anyway, um, I'm gonna just gonna throw it's like out our there. first ever disagreement. That's fine. I'm g- <laughs> so happy. <laughs> There's something in there. Um, anyway, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally. Damn you. Yes. Is that one of yours? Yeah. Go ahead. Talk about it. I mean, for the longest time, I didn't know they were together. Actually, I don't have it on here. So, ooh, okay, glad you're you welcome. Yeah, for the longest time, I didn't know they were together, uh-huh. which is one of the hallmarks of like a successful celebrity relationship. It's the best. Yeah, it's like real in with real people. Um, the people that post how awesome their love is on Instagram and stuff all the yeah. time. Those are the people that fall apart the fastest. Yeah, because they have that need to prove to the world that they're together. Yeah. So like they're th- I like the couples that have are just like sturdy and quiet mm-hmm. and don't like draw attention to themselves. Yeah. And, that's and and they become a thing because everybody people go like wait they're a thing yeah and it becomes almost this like great thing like can you believe it those two people are together but they are almost never seen together they don't make a big deal about it yeah yeah that that's what that that's kind of like what I what draws me to certain celebrity couples more than the like like tabloids and all mm-hmm. the Instagram posts and everything like I was when you said when you brought that aspect of the relationship up I think of uh, F- Felicity Huffman. Okay. I just found out who she's with, but I do not remember. And I just realized that the guy's name I was going to say is not the right guy. And now I can't think of the right one because the right, the one I'm thinking is not alive anymore. Oh, no. That would be upsetting. I don't even want to say it, but the first sound of his name came out of my mouth. Okay. It is. Okay. He was in Fargo and he's Steve Buscemi. No, he uh, is now on that show. Shameless. William H Macy. Thank you. Oh yeah, my mom was just talking about them. Yes, they're watch. My dad, my parents are watching Shameless, mm-hmm. and they're like blasting through it. Yeah, he's a scary looking man. So mm-hmm. good for him. <laughs> yeah, like he's very nice. I'm mm-hmm. sure, but well, and both of them, they're they were both very much like character actors that people who wouldn't know their name and they were in things, and then both of them right around the same time, kind of their career, both like kind of popped up a little bit Uh and his like before Fargo he'd been around everybody had seen him and stuff but they didn't know who he was and then he became William H Macy Mm -hmm. Um, in fact I remember when that movie came out my friend worked at the local arts movie theater and was like the art house movie and he's like we're getting Fargo and I was like I don't know what that means (laughs) he's like oh and then he listed the cast and before that movie none of those people yeah he's like uh Willie H. Macy, Steve Buscemi. What's the female actress? Frances McDormand. Frances Frances McDormand. And I'm like, I I don't I don't know who any of these people <laughs> are. And he's like, oh, and so he had to go through each one of them. And be like, you would have seen them in 
I was like, okay, I don't know why this is exciting. I don't think he included that it was a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, because they'd done, like, I, th- I feel like Fargo was one of their, like, early big hit. Or was it before or after Big Lebowski? That was a cult It hit, was though. before Big Lebowski. Le- big Lebowski, I think, was, like, the next thing they did. Okay, and everybody yeah. was like, oh, this isn't an Oscar contender. It's a flop. Like, it, Big Lebowski got really bad reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a weird movie. Yeah, but, and it's coming after Fargo, which is so normal. It, I uh-huh. feel like critics, for the most part, do not really get the Coen brothers. They're just like, uh-huh. I like this one. I don't like this one. And all Coen brothers movies are pretty interesting and pretty good. Sometimes they don't resonate with yeah. the audience. Fargo was so weird that so many, everybody doing, I don't know, you were too young. That's like 95 or something. Probably. Everybody was doing the, the, the Wisconsin mi- accent. Yeah, the Minnesota, North Dakota, that accent. Everybody thought it that like I think that's why people liked it was because it was a whole bunch of people talking like that. Uh huh. I mean that movie is really good. I don't understand why it was such a phenomenon. There's certain things that just hit like that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So what I wanted to say. Oh, back to Nick Offerman and Megan. Oh, Mullally. okay. Did you great. Have more? Well, I just wanted to say um, William H Macy and Felicity Huffman have been married since 1997. Yeah. Good for them. Yes. Sticking it out. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Nick Offerman and Megan. Well, you know, she was such a big deal when yeah, with Will and Grace. Will and Grace, and he was just like this kind of goofy character actor that was around. Yeah, he played a cop in Miss Congeniality too. Yeah, I think, or maybe a biker. He was something. Yeah, and he was in. He's one that I would like to watch the era that he was popping up and stuff, because he got a pretty big part on a show that did not last, and I can't even remember what it was. I think it was kind of like. You know when they'll do like a mockumentary, like a a fake reality show, and I think they were kind of mocking the like, um, the like, the shows where they like take someone's car and soup it oh, all up. Okay. It was one of those, or it just took place in a garage. I don't know, but the character he played was really zany, like really weird. Okay, um, which is funny because it's not he didn't play it that sim- differently than Ron Swanson, but. But like the way, the, yeah, the way he was dressed and the and the things that he would do were different. But he still had that really deadpan, very serious kind of thing. Um, but it was just so funny for him to kind of. I saw him on a talk show, and the way he was talking, I was like, "Who is this guy? Why should I know who he is?" And then he showed up on Parks and Rec. Oh yeah, and he's so great. And then what I was gonna say is, I really love it when a couple that's a couple in real life gets to act together and you and you can see how fun it is for them because their characters oh, in yeah. Parks and Rec are so funny. And they hate each other. They hate each other and are... That but they're like we- the weird sexually <laughs> entangled in this gross... When he shows up and part of his mustache is missing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from friction. Ugh. Oh, so creepy. But they are great. Or like he gets his hair braided and he's wearing a kimono. Oh, like, yeah. There's so many great things and... And it really is, and there's actually several people on my list where that's part of it, is that's one of the things I love about them is they're in the same thing. And it's not like Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise where it's like, look at them play married. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like, that's dumb. They're already married. Like, things that use your knowledge of them to, like, subvert it and be funny. Yes. That's actually a category I have written down here. Oh, that's I have a couple examples. Okay. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Does that yes. all the time? Yes, because 
Mac and D are married. Yes. And um, they're awful to each other. On the yeah. Show. Yeah. And um, I was just watching that show last night. That's so it's fun. such a good show. I haven't watched it in so long. It's intense. I watched too many episodes in a row. And I was oh, like, it'll, huh, it'll, huh. it's very misanthropic. Yeah. It's really, yeah. But also, um, Charlie Day's wife plays the waitress. Plays the waitress, yes, that hates him. Yeah, because he, she, like, he's stalking her, and she keeps like shutting him down. Mm-hmm. And they have this again, like this weird relationship. But yes, it's, sitcoms love that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, Friends did it back when Jennifer Aniston and oh, Brad Pitt were married. I was thinking about that today. What a great episode. Where he uh, he comes to Thanksgiving and he's hot now, but he yeah. hates her. He hates her, she and then she's like, like "Ooh, look, he's giving me some sort of look," and he's just mouthing, "I hate you." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, so good," and she's like, "Ooh, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, so great. <sighs> the Thanksgiving episodes on Friends were so good. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, it's like twenty years ago now, but Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston as a couple was really—I don't know why that was such a big deal. I somehow I think everybody kind of believes that Jennifer, at least at that point, that Jennifer Aniston was like. It was kind of like uh, you know when a member of the royal family mem- marries like a, a regular person. That's uh-huh. what it felt like with him. Like he's Brad Pitt, and she's just the cute girl from this TV show. And yeah, then like they she, were a couple. She felt and, more attainable. Yeah, I guess. and it felt like I think for everyone it was like even she can. Fu- she's freaking Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. <laughs> And talented and, and yeah, and I'm like, oh, see, he like he's going out with a TV star. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when he did, and they actually had a bunch of that on Friends, and it didn't always work because there was the part where like Matthew Perry and Julia Roberts were dating. Oh yeah, and she came. And that was not good. But that well, was that, also like that was a weird that everything. that's that's the one where it's like yeah. an A-lister and a schlub person. Yeah, because I love Matthew Perry, but like Julia, Roberts. she was out of his league. Yeah, yeah. The um David Arquette was on that show too. Oh, um, as someone who was stalking Phoebe's twin sister. Yes. So like, um, that's actually that's one of my ex favorite celebrity couples was Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Yeah. Um, partially because of that like attainable thing, mm-hmm. because I just feel like David Arquette's just like such a weird specific person. Yeah. And I really am just interested in him. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that they were together just always kind of like made me a little happy. But yeah, and they were in a movie together. That is that how they met? They were in they Scream. Were in yeah, that's how they met. Okay, and their their relationship in that is kind of they butt heads a lot, I believe. Yes. Uh, yeah. It also kind of mirrors their relationship. Oh, because in the first Scream, um, they met, mm-hmm. and that's where their characters meet. Mm-hmm. In the second Scream, they were dating. Um, the third Scream. They had just gotten married because oh, okay. they like cut their honeymoon short to film it. Mm-hmm. And in the fourth one, the character's marriage is on the rocks, and that's when they announced their separation. Yikes. <laughs> so I was like, ooh. That's creepy. Is There's it... a spider on the wall. Oh, okay. It's fine. Is it's it very like, far away from Jump you. at me? No, but it was like out of the corner of my eye. It looked much bigger okay. than it actually is. I just saw, we, I was talking, and you were looking up at the corner, and I was yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh. It's that's not a fine. big one. Do you want I, me to kill it? You, I, I can. Either one of us. We can just leave it. It's a big it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's a huge deal. <laughs> it's a huge deal. Anyway, um yeah, Courtney Cox and David Arquette, I just okay. kinda liked, but uh you know, I'm just gonna bring up one that I like more genuinely. Okay. Which is um Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi. Oh, good one. A- another one where it's like I feel like their relationship was like 
kind of tabloid big for a while because it's the f- one of the first like mainstream lesbian relationships. Well, yeah, and I, I guess I I can't remember. Oh no, that was more the Anne Hache part of it, right? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird because she's weird. She's weird. Um, but yeah, that's another one where it's like at this point it's very like slow burn. They're mm-hmm. not like drawing a bunch of attention themselves. Like she shows up on the Ellen show sometimes mm-hmm. and they're just like both really cool people mm-hmm. and like funny. And I just, I'm happy that they're together. Yeah. I'm happy that there's a celebrity couple, a lesbian celebrity couple that is, has, I mean, it, that's it, not Lindsay Lohan and Samantha Ronson. Yeah. Where it's like all drama and one of them isn't actually a lesbian. Yeah. Um, and, it's just, it's nice that it's like, I mean, I think I was in college or late high school when Ellen came out and it was such a big deal. It was such oh, yeah. a big deal. And to just think back, like the fact that she's so publicly out and no one really cares. No one ever says anything about it. Yeah, that's because it's not, it is not a big deal to be gay. <laughs> like, yeah. it just isn't. It's just part of who you are. And like, yeah, now we've moved on. We, you know, it's. And she's a titan of media. Yeah, she's, she's really great. huge. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's the one one of the things where it's like maybe the world isn't a steaming pile of crap. Mm-hmm. People are cool with Ellen. Yeah, they got used to it, and that's kind of how all of this is. That's how acceptance works. Is yeah. you just got it. At first, it makes you uncomfortable because it's different, and then you get more comfortable with it. Hopefully, people start accepting things like that more. Um, I I don't even I don't I don't. I don't know. It's it's strange that there's ever any issues, but part of it is. I mean, it. Eh, never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have a. I you should share one. Okay. Well, wait. Are we doing ones? Where where are we? What happened to your list of people that work together? Uh, I, we kind of went through that a little bit. Okay. I had a couple. Oh, no, Do so you have I more? Um. Well, in the movie Chips that came out earlier this year. Oh. Um, with Michael Pena and Dak Shepard. Mm-hmm. Um, Dak Shepard's wife, Kristen Bell, was mm-hmm. in it as his like just really contemptuous like separated wife. Oh, that's awesome! Who's like openly cheating on him in the same house? <laughs> oh, like just really terrible. Yeah, and that's pretty funny. I have I have them down as somebody um, as a couple because they their history is so different. Yeah, like he, I, I don't actually know anything about them as a couple. Okay, well he actually uh, is an addict and is oh he's been sober for a while, but. He went right. I, I've. I mean, he's said this publicly. I'm not like. This isn't tabloid stuff. I've heard him talk about it on. To other, to you at bars. Yeah. No other other podcasts. Um, we should have him on ours. Yeah. Hey, Dax Shepard. I remember when you were on Punked. All right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he um, should. That's t- weird. That's weird that he went from that show to actually having a career. That is really weird, but good for him. Yeah. He was pretty funny. He I was, was, I mean, he was the reason why Punked worked at the beginning and uh-huh. why it immediately fell apart when they got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> why it stopped being funny and just started being really mean. Um, I mean, him stepping on Justin Timberlake's guitar in that episode. Have you seen oh, that? No, I haven't. That's the be- That was the reason I liked that show. It was right when Justin Timberlake was really, I think he was, it was like in that point where I think people were really tired of Justin Timberlake and he's getting everything. And then they pranked him and said that the IRS was condemned, like taking all his stuff. That's great. And Dax Shepard was right in the middle of it. And he was, there was a guitar and it was like wrapped in bubble 
tape and he's like trying he's like doing something where he's trying to get the bubble or the bubble wrap off but he just stepped on it and <gasps> crushed it and oh, it was a fa- it yeah. wasn't his real guitar but Justin Timberlake like in tears is like don't break my guitar bro oh, that's and they so made sweet. they made him cry but like he handled it so well once he found out and I don't know I I think that was like when people kind of turned the corner on Justin Timberlake and started to like him cuz he had such a good sense of humor about that thing like he called his mom he called his mom he's like mom they're taking my stuff it was great anyway um, should I kill that spider you keep just staring at it it's really distracting it's way over there we're good okay stop looking I'm checking on it to make sure it doesn't like drop on your head or anything I'm it's fine okay um a fun thing while we were talking about gay couples for Mm -hmm. a second um there are no rules with gay couples, it's not like, oh, like, the man's supposed to pay. It's like, well, you're both the man, so, like, right. who does what? Um, so, Sergio, who's my boyfriend, he does a lot of, the, like, stereotypical man things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, he pays more because I don't make any money. Yeah. Um, or whatever. But the one of the my sources of pride is that I'm the one in our relationship who kills a spider. I like that. Um, That's funny. Because... I can be pretty brave. Flying insects, I'm not so good at. Yeah, they're hard to protect. Predict. Yeah, spiders kind of stay in one spot. Yeah, it's like you just gotta get it. Yeah, and I can live with it. Anyway, um, okay. So we were talking about Dak Shepard. He's an addict. Oh yeah, and then sh- so he's talked about like how he's you know he was he is you know insecure and whatever, but he's also like done really bad stuff. Right around the time of Zathura, he like relapsed real hard. Oh yeah, and so his career was like aiming towards a peak he thought and he just like went into a, a spiral but she like did not grow up that way she grew up in like this really healthy way and, uh-huh. like, she's and the fact that he, and he is so appreciative of her and she uh, they really i don't know i'm hoping that like by the time this comes out they haven't broken up well <laughs> i kind of assume they will but i just love it they do those commercials together and they're so cute and like i just see i mean i kind of there and he, they were in a movie together yeah early chips. on no <laughs> it's one uh, of the romantic comedies that she did and it's like is it leap year is she in that one isn't leap year um, somebody amy else. adams yeah it's one like that it's oh it's the one where she throw she throw a coin in the fountain or something it's some gimmick in a romantic comedy, but there's one point where she's like speed dating, I think, and he's one of the guys. Oh, okay. And he's a big old douchebag, and he's like, hey, what's up? And that's funny to me, like whenever you uh-huh. see that kind of thing. Um, but um, yeah, I just, I love them, and like they seem really cool, and both of them have good Twitter accounts. Cool. Yeah. I can't find the one you're talking about. Oh, man. I'm sorry. He was in his his first role in a TV sh- in a movie is, is a movie called Hair Shirt, and of he course. played vomiter at party. <laughs> Good, so that's fun. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I like uh, I like both of them. Yeah. I I love Christian Bell and Dax Shepard. I only recently like discovered. Oh, really? And it was very confusing because we watched Chips, which he directed and wrote, and it's like good yeah. for him. And it was not terrible. Like mm-hmm. it was mostly funny. There were some weird, like, very 1990s, like, homophobic gags where it's oh. like, oh, I don't want to look at your naked mm. body, Michael Pena, even though you, you like, need my help in an yeah. emergency situation. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm over it. Um, but beyond that, like, layer of it, it was a mm-hmm. pretty funny movie. Mm-hmm. Except Dax Shepard and Ryan Hansen 
were in the same movie and shared a lot of scenes. Mm-hmm. Ryan Han- you watched Party Down, right? Yeah. Um, he oh played my Kyle, God. the blonde guy. The guy that looks just like Dan Shepard. They look exactly the same. Except, inexplicably, I find Ryan Hansen way more attractive. Mm. <laughs> um, but it's very confusing to see them talking to each other. <laughs> Is it weird that as I'm just scrolling through Kristen Bell's IMDb and the yeah she was in she Party was Down, on Party Down, but like right as you said it, I passed Party Down. And I was like, it's perfect. <sighs> Party IMDb, Down is the best show. When in Rome, when in Rome. Oh, she throws a coin in the Trevi Fountain, and they swap bodies. Something like that. Okay. Um, Beth is a young, ambitious New Yorker who is completely unlucky in love. Oh, Aww. that sounds so sad. I'm so. However, she relatable though. She's probably yeah, clumsy. She's super, yep. She looks like Kristen Bell, but she's unlucky in love. However, on a whirlwind trip to Rome, she's she impulsively steals some coins from a reputed fountain of love and is then aggressively pursued. That's what it is. She steals the coins, and then all the guys that threw the coins in like f- can't stay away from her. Okay, like, f- that sounds great. It yeah, and uh, and look, here's a picture of them, and he's he's like a model or something in it, and he's all ripped. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's weird when he's like ripped because he's so goofy looking. Yeah. Um. Um. All right. That's great. We should probably move. Josh forward. Dumel is the other he's star. Also handsome. Yes. That sounds actually pretty good. It. I think it's a funny idea that probably didn't get executed. Uh huh. Like uh, it sounds like a fun, crummy romantic comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So some of mine that are like that that were like what that are people that I've. Part of the reason I love them is they work together and the way they work together is funny. Uh-huh. Steve Carell and Nancy Wells, who is now Nancy Carell, I guess. That I guess that's how it works most of the time. Well, but she always, or Nancy Walls, sorry. She always went by Nancy Walls. They've been okay. married forever. And then I was looking for her on IMDb and it was Nancy Carell. Okay. Um, have you ever seen her episodes on The Office? I've seen every episode of The Office, so okay. yes, but I don't know uh, who she's she is. She's the real estate agent that he dates briefly and then he starts... He freaks her out when he puts his face on her family photo. Oh. And sends it out as their Christmas card. Oh, my God. And she's like, what were you thinking? And she, her, their relationship, she's always scolding him. Oh, okay. For being Michael. Uh-huh. And it's so wonderful to watch to know that that's his real life wife. And she gets to be like, "What? why would you think that's okay? And he's like, I don't know. Oh. And like the, there's the, um, the, is it Diwali? episode where they go like kelly has them all to the indian festival and michael okay. convinces them that it's like halloween oh i remember oh and, they sh- no. and he shows up with her and she's dressed as a cheerleader and it is not like halloween i okay i remember that episode yeah and like they sit outside and he's he says something like i love you something like oh and she's no. like oh no like <gasps> but it's like this awkward thing where he's so much more into her than she is into him and uh-huh. like I, it, that adds a layer to it, like that you know that they're like a couple. They have kids. They've uh-huh. been together for a long time, and it's also kind of comforting. You're like, in real life, they get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That exact feeling. Like he's not in real life. He can handle himself. Yeah. So it kind of cuts the yeah like weird tension of it. Mm-hmm. Um, one couple that did that a lot where it no longer works. Yeah. Um, Will Arnett and Amy Poehler. Oh yeah. A, a couple who I really liked. Yeah. And they broke up, and that sucks. She's with Nick Kroll now, though. Yeah. So good for her. I don't know why that's weird to me. He seems way younger. I don't know. He's only a few years younger, but he seems way younger. Probably. Anyway. But um, they did that in Arrested Development. Yes. She played the lady who got married to him on a dare. Yeah, and then they wouldn't they wouldn't get divorced because they were, like, well, too competitive or no, something. No, because 
she wanted to divorce, mm-hmm. um, but he could get it. Oh, well, annulled. No, it, he could get it annulled if he proved they didn't consummate it. Yeah. But he was so prideful, he didn't want to admit that they yes. didn't consummate it. So good. And he played a terrible date of hers on Parks and Rec for an episode. Um, it was pretty early on, I think. Oh, that's weird because I just, in the last year, did the like whole run of Parks and Rec. I yeah. think. I'm I sure I like went season hey. one or something. Yeah. He's, he's, I it's something weird season where, one because it was so bad. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, I keep, people in my life, Mm-hmm. Keep coming up to me and telling me they like Mark Brandanowitz, who's one of the m- main characters of the first yeah. two seasons who left the show. And I think the show was massively improved by him leaving. Yeah. He's just so vanilla. And then we got yeah. Rob Lowe and Adam Scott and you're welcome, universe. Yeah. No one needs Mark Brandanowitz. Mark Brandanowitz, who I that at that point that show was so obviously like, okay, uh, the formula on the office is this. Yeah. So we'll Cause he was so the gym. Yeah. He was so always like, I don't know. Uh huh. Mm. Um, which is weird. Cause I brought up the road in the r- road trip episode. Uh huh. I brought up that movie that, um, John Krasinski. Yeah. Did. Away we go. Yes. And I think that same actor plays his brother or something. Paul Schaefer. Something like that. Schneider. Paul Schneider. I think he's in it and I think he plays his brother. And I that's like, funny. How, they cast him as Jim and he played Jim's brother in another movie. Anyway. Oh, speaking of John Krasinski, mm-hmm. him and Emily Blunt. Yes. Was they're on, on my list. list. Yeah. yeah. That's the craziest relationship. I don't know why. Cause they're both extremely beautiful and mm-hmm. wonderful people. <laughs> yeah. I want to hang out with them. <sighs> they seem very Also, do they get credit for lip sync battle? Cause it was their game. Was it? Yes, that's how Jimmy Fallon got a hold of it, was John Krasinski was on a show. You can't find this anywhere because it was right before he went from uh, Late Night to The Tonight Show. Oh, okay. And John Krasinski went on and did the lip sync battle thing with him, and then I think she did, and then I guess it was a game they played with um, Stephen Merchant. Oh, cool. So they had this like little game night thing that they would do, and then Jimmy Fallon's like, I want to do it too. Oh. He does the same thing every time he does it, and now now it's this other show where they have like props and costumes and yeah, it's a whole thing. I don't like it. It's so I, much better. If they, it, I wish somebody find me the clip of John Krasinski doing it. It's amazing. His okay. version of lip sync battle was so, but it's not lip sync battle. It's just him. It's a game. It's like, just it's, him showing Jimmy Fallon how they do it. Oh, and he does. I can't remember what he did. I mean, it's prearranged or whatever. But it was the first time. Oh, that was so funny. Anyway, yeah, and. He, he all his bits are like that yeah but um, well okay um james corden has his carpool karaoke yes thing, and which is that a thing apparently they're like spinning it off into something yeah it's only which, on app itunes or something it's probably like a true tv or an apple tv yeah, or that's not quite working is it on i've never understood that bit mm-hmm. it's like yeah they're singing to their own songs in yeah. a car and, and i think with certain people it's like look at them actually like yeah, like interacting and being people. Yeah. But it, well, who needs to watch it? Uh, Lip sync battles, at least, kind of, sort of fun. Mm-hmm. It, they're, light show bits can, yeah. can go hang out in their corner. My you thing have about, to be really tired, and that's uh-huh. why they're on so late, because then you're loopy and you're like, oh, that's great. Yeah. I think my problem was when that thing originated on uh, Jimmy Fallon, the, the lip sync thing. It was very obviously like kind a little bit improvised, like yeah. not as planned out. Now they have dancers behind them and uh-huh. choreography and lights and 
costumes and I'm like, this, this isn't funny. It's just like watching someone lip sync and dance. That's not, it's not like, like, oh, they just kind of go out there and do it and like, look how spontaneous it is. Yeah, if it know. ain't a drag show, I ain't interested in yeah. lip syncing. Yeah. Or a Millie Vanilli concert. Have you seen topical jokes? What? Have you seen Tom Holland's? I have thing not. On you that did show, tell me tell me about it. I've okay. not checked it out yet. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, I have another favorite. Go ahead. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris and David Burtka. <laughs> you bastard. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But they're another one that acted together, and it's funny how they are. Yeah. Um, they were on How I Met Your Mother together, yeah. but I, I don't think they interacted that much. They don't. Well, he but he uh, what's his name? David Burtka. Yes. He plays. Lily's stalker. Yes, Bo- scooter, scooter, skeeter, scooter. Yeah, something like one of. But those. he shows up in all these different episodes. Yeah. And I, what's funny is retroactively, I went, "Oh my god!" Because I had watched the whole show before I figured out that even though I had seen pictures uh-huh. of them together, he looks so different as dorky scooter. Yeah, because he's, he's a handsome man. Yeah, he and like, he's Ooh. like very put together. But yeah, on the show, he's like got a dopey wig or something uh, and at at first when he first came on the show mm-hmm. um neil patrick harris had not come out yet yeah so he wasn't publicly um out of the closet okay he was with david at the time mm. but that was actually the moment that kind of rumors kind of started circulating that neil patrick harris was gay oh and that's when he came out okay um but then all the subsequent ones they mm-hmm. play with it a little more yeah but that's great, and the fact that like it's yeah, I, uh, again, it's it just there. There's a level to it, but I didn't know until the show was already over, and I was like rewatching it. Oh, that it, yeah, that I was like, oh my god, that's his husband. Oh my god, that's great. Yeah, because that this is there's definitely a uh, there's a fame imbalance mm-hmm. in their relationship because um, Neil Patrick Harris is like huge now, mm-hmm. and David Burka is more famous to a very specific group of people is he he's more of a theater well yeah he's more of a theater guy he's also a professional chef and like owns a catering company oh my god and he's a super cool dude yes but he's not like acting in movies and tv all the time so he's less high profile yes um but you know there's another one from that show right there i have a bunch of relationships from the how your mother so i want to hear what you have to bring well because allison hannigan's husband Alexis Denisoff. Yes. Plays the douchey. Um, the reporter yes. guy. Sandy. Something. Some dumb reporter guy. Named. Yeah. Alexa. <laughs> nobody nobody no wants to talk to you. asked you. Go away. Sorry. I don't know that one. Because I was saying Alexis Denisoff. <laughs> no, nobody tell her. Yeah. Don't. And they, uh. they met on Buffy because they were both in Buffy. Oh. I didn't know that. But. I just love that. Again, I like it when like somebody's spouse comes on and they're like the bad guy or yeah. the crazy one or whatever. Like they, it always seems like they do that. Like you're gonna come on and play. Yeah, because like the crazy one, that person's thing. It's like, and you'll who can we get? Oh, <laughs> yeah, her husband will be around sometimes. Yeah, and like but, well, Taryn Killam was on that show a yes, couple times too. That's the other one I was gonna bring up. Kobe Smulders and Taryn yeah. Killam are married. Yeah, it's just like oh, yeah, so cute. And yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. The how about your mother provided like half my list. Oh, really? Well, is no, there more? I think that's it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> is Jason Siegel dating anyone? I don't know. Yeah, no. I kind of imagine in real life he's also with Lily, even though she's Allison with the Hannigan. character. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> it shows so good. I can't rewatch it though. 
How about your mother? Yeah, because the end like was so emotional for me. Oh yeah. That I'm like, I don't even want to think about the end. <laughs> yeah, I just try not to. Yeah. I probably could revisit it. I should try. The, I mean, the first seasons are so like pure and great yeah. and fun. Yeah. It's once once they were like, whoops, we got Ted too close. We got yeah. him too close to the mother. We got a. He's gonna go through a bunch of weird stuff. The show's not even gonna be about him. It's gonna be all about Barney. Yeah, and you. That's like you can't do that. Anyway, yeah. um, there's one more couple I'm gonna throw out there because I don't think it'll be that much of a sticking point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. Oh, have been yeah. together forever. Yeah. Um, and they met uh, also on a slasher movie mm-hmm. set. They met doing I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes, they did. So my movies bring people together. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I had um there was a moment in time where I was real upset with Freddie Prince Jr. for being with her. <laughs> I thought she was pretty how could you pretty good looking when I first started college. But I hadn't ever seen her in anything. I think I just saw a picture and I was like, Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Buffy fan. Yeah. I got all the Buffy knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um What do you what else do you have? Um, let's see. We got that one. We got that one. Um, I thought this one was, I don't even know if I like it, but they're the same person. Paul Dano and Zoe Kazan. What? Yeah. Okay. Like indie sort of actors. Indie kind of awkward looking. Yeah. Can't tell if they're attractive or not. Round face. Yeah. They keep being in romantic movies, but you're not sure why. Yeah. Um, Zoe Kazan was just in The Big Sick. Yes. Which I watched like two days ago, and is really good. Is it really good? It's really good. Um, yeah, so it's, that it's not like don't let people tell you it's like the best movie ever. Right, but it's like really charming. Yeah, and there's really cool character relationships. Yeah, my mom said she really liked it, and that means that it's a movie. <laughs> she likes a lot of movies. She's got good taste, but like if I don't know, I I kind of like my whole thing about enjoying movies is I like to watch movies with my mom because she enjoys them. Yeah, that even helps. if they're not perfect, she like, she even liked Batman versus Superman. My dad did too. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. I, it was too long. Oh yeah, I thought the director got in the way a lot, but for the most part, I was like, this is cool. I don't know why everybody hated it. It was like a B. I I I didn't really like it at yeah. all, but I don't like movies that waste my time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what the hell were we talking about? Is the spider moving? It's gone. It's oh no. <laughs> that's why I, now that's why I'm looking. Oh, okay. I don't know where it went. I was just trying to keep an eye on it. I found it. Okay, cool. It's right there. Great. Is it getting closer? It's on the ceiling now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. is it going to drop on my head? No, it's is like this 6 be... feet away from but it's yeah, it's there it is. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Look, it's right there. It's over there. No, what is it doing? I don't know, crawling on the cottage cheese. Is this how the podcast ends? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Even a spider bite, I think it takes a while. But maybe you'll get spider powers. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I have some weird couples I want to okay. throw at you. Go for it. Some stuff that I figured out. Okay. Um, did you know Maya Rudolph is married to Paul Thomas Anderson, the director yes. of There Will Be Blood? Yes. That's so weird. That makes no sense to me. He seems like he has no sense of humor. Yeah. He probably yeah. does. Yeah, probably. Actually, in fact, I heard a whole thing. Um, one of the first episodes of I Was There Too is Paul F. Thompson. Th- yeah. Talking about doing There Will Be Blood. And uh, oh, now I'm getting all their. They Paul, all have triple names. Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh huh. There's also a Paul W.S. Anderson who's a director. Yeah. But he used to go to like 
all the comedy shows in LA, like at Largo and stuff. Oh, like okay. Hipstery comedy shows. So that's why, so there's actually, I think he casts a fair amount of comedians and stuff. Okay. Good for him. One of his favorite, my, my favorite of his movies is actually, uh, oh, am I going to say somebody that's not, is it, am I going to say a movie that's not his, um, punch drunk love. That's him, right? I have no idea cool i'm sorry we're such movie experts it's we, the one with adam sandler oh you see that's not not a huge adam sandler fan he's like, I not like but okay, he's not adam sandler in it that's the thing is he's, he's okay being like kind of real and weird okay i just never saw it it's good There's um, a tiny piano but yeah i just i read in a parade magazine she was talking about her husband paul thomas anderson and i was like excuse me yeah <laughs> what that's yeah there's a few of those like that where you're like those two are together yeah like um uh, what was I gonna say? Like when m- this is no longer the case as of last year, but Melanie Griffith was married to Antonio Banderas. Yeah, which like makes no sense to me. Oh, that was that. See, that has been happening for a long time, and it was kind of public at the beginning. Okay. That was like the nineties when. See, because I didn't really know about that situation. Yeah. Um, here's one, which it's not weird, but just like thinking about. Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. They just seem so different. Mm. Um, I yeah. mean, they're both like, they're in the same circles. I literally, um, Sergio and I watch a lot of Pedro Almodovar movies. Right. He's a Spanish director. Um, I th- one of her first movies was one of Pedro's like late 90s movies called Live Flesh. And mm-hmm. Javier Bardem is the star. Mm-hmm. It's like, I guess that's where they met mm-hmm. in 97 when they yeah. were filming this. So yeah. it makes sense. But just like knowing but where both of their them are now it yeah. was weird to try to like pair them in Well my they mind. were just they were just they were in a movie not a tremendous amount of time ago uh weren't they in Vic, Vicky Cristina Barcelona together I don't know Come on I'm, what's going on with us Well stop look <laughs> I never claimed that my base of knowledge is in Woody Allen or Paul Thomas Anderson movies. That's fine. I just, I can't believe that between the two of us, there's something that neither of us is really sure of. That's true. And it keeps happening and I can't check IMDb one handed. You're, you got to figure that out, man. Yeah. I think I need to switch hands with the microphone. Maybe. That's the problem. I always try to do it left handed. Your phone is so comically large. Your phone is. It's not. <laughs> um, and one one more thing I found out. Go ahead. Did you know Allison Brie is married to Dave Franco? Say that again. Allison Brie from yes. Community. Yes. Is married to James Franco's little brother Dave. What? Yeah. They got married I think early this year. Oh, okay, pretty recently. Um I, Okay. Yeah. I didn't know they knew each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh it was just it was strange. Um my dad and I were listening to one of uh, the Mark Marin podcasts cuz he was interviewing all the people from Glow. And um, Allison Brie was talking about her wedding, and she never mentioned who she got married to. Mm. And we looked it up, and we we're like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy." Yeah, I it, kind of love both of them, but I love her more. And that's—it's so weird when there's a celebrity and you get upset that they're in a relationship. Yeah, I feel that way about her. <laughs> I think she's so stinking cute. And like you're kind of jealous. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh man, I had a shot. <laughs> I was never going to meet her, and I'm like 15 years older than her or something. I'm not that much older, but anyway. I was right. They were both in Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Oh, I'm very proud. So, oh, whatever. I'm going <laughs> to throw out three more pairs of names because I have a long list. I'm just kind of trying to like bail out some of the yeah, excess yeah, yeah. water. Do it. Um, these are weird couples who are no longer together. Oh. Cher dated Tom Cruise for a minute. 
Oh my god! So that happened. I I mean that's somewhere in the recesses of my mind. I yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Um, Colin Firth and Meg Tilly, like in the eighties. That's not even possible. Colin Firth. Yeah. And how? I don't know. I didn't know either of them were a thing. In the 80s? Well, Meg Tilly, she was in like two movies in the early 80s. -hmm. She was in Psycho 2. Mm -hmm. And she was in something else. Yeah. So she was like a thing. But I was like, how but long Meg is Tilly Colin is not. Firth? She's the one without the annoying voice, right? Yeah, she's I believe, Jennifer Tilly's sister. Yeah, I think older. I think so too. But it's maybe it's I, no. You know what? I think she's younger, but she got her career started mm-hmm. earlier. It's very yes. confusing. Yes. Um. Yeah. So they dated. Mm-hmm. Also, this one is more the in the in the LGBT world that I live in. There are certain people who are celebrities who are not famous to mm. the straights okay. out there. Um, but, well, Ryan Murphy, who's the showrunner who does Glee and American he, Horror Story and all that and stuff. He, um, go ahead. There's another show he did, but I can't remember. Nip Tuck? Nip Tuck. Yeah. I watched that for a while. That show is crazy. Yeah, it got real crazy. Sergio showed me a couple episodes, and I was like, this mm-hmm. is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was together with Bill Condon, who's a director. He directed, well, he most recently directed like The Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's but a name I, I recognize. He did Of Gods and Monsters with Ian McKellen. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, like he's like mm-hmm. a director and he I know him from his horror stuff. Okay. Um, He did like Candyman 2 mm. and this like really early Australian movie, but somehow their paths crossed like really early on before both of them like kind of rose. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Anyway, what else do you have? I have, um, uh, this is one that I didn't know about. Okay. I love discovering those. Daniel Craig and Rachel Weiss. Yeah. Rachel Weiss. I heard that. I feel like I keep learning that and forgetting it. Yeah. Because I'm also like, I wrote, because that's too good to be true. How can they both be together? They're both so wonderful. I love both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, you make most of mine seem bad. I was going to... Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. But yeah. that's just like so new and like yeah. shiny and whatever. That's also... That one feels weird. Because of the age difference? The age difference and like... I feel like... Wasn't he married when they did their movie together? He was married, he was married to, to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> this guy only, only. Uh, never mind. Uh, Couldn't come up with a good metaphor. But that's yeah. okay. He orders. He orders from the expensive part of the menu. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's great though. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> like, yeah. Jeez. Holy moly. That's too impressive. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, he's very good looking, and he's probably pretty fun in real life i bet he is his twitter is fun yeah he seems he seems like he could be cool he i mean he um, mostly irritates me in movies so but that's that's fine like, he's got to do what he's got to do he's got to do what he's got to do um one couple of people who are like should be way more famous than they are even though they're very famous mm-hmm. rose Byrne and bobby cannaval yeah i saw them when i was looking at it yeah yeah i love both of them mm-hmm. i love rose Byrne more Mm-hmm. But I've had more experience with her. Yeah. Well, both of them are people that, like, I think originally kind of, well, do a lot of serious stuff. But then she's recently done a lot of comedy. She's so funny. And he's so funny when he does comedy. Yeah. He was not funny on Will and Grace. 
Oh, he he got with Will, right? Yes, and it was I. That's where I remember him from, like at all. Okay. You know, kind of when you see someone for the first time, that's your first impression. Yeah, and he was so like they didn't give him a character. He was just like the perfect boyfriend. Uh, you know when they do that and it's like, and then Will's got to be neurotic about it. And so I and, just was and like, the, this they're the ones boring. that sit down and be like, you were worried about that. Yeah. That makes me love you even more. Exactly. And he also like, I was kind of like, wait, is this guy supposed to be a dreamboat? Cause at, he's, I mean, he's a handsome guy, but in, I, at that phase, I didn't feel uh, like Yeah, I bet in the 90s, yeah. like, that type of style doesn't fit him. Yeah. And then, uh, and he has that, the super thick accent. Really? Yeah. You know, his, like, New York-y Uh-oh. accent. Kinda. Yeah, sure. And I just was like, what's happening? Why is this character getting played up? Like, I mean, they did the same thing eventually with Harry Connick Jr., where they just were like, now Grace is with somebody, uh, and he's perfect. Boring. Then, are you excited for that show to come back? No. Nope. This fall? Are no. we renewed for a second season? No. Nope. Yeah. No. It had its time. Yeah. I don't... That I mean, hopefully because they took the break. They just had written themselves into so many corners. You uh-huh. can't... Like, how do you have a show where there's two single people living together still? It was a great idea at the beginning, and then they kept giving them relationships, and then being like, man, they broke up tragically, and they're yeah. living together again. And it was like, all right. It's just... It's, some shows it, it's, it's good. not sustainable. Yeah, some shows it's good to like maybe not show the passage of time and just we can believe that this all happened within a year or something. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like like a cartoon. Yeah. Yes. Like the kids are still kids. Yeah. It's, and I felt like that show. Like any time they started to progress, I feel like the writers room went, "Yeah, but then what?" Yeah, you can't. The whole show is that. the two two of them living together and being like, "We can't make relationships work." Oh, that's why we love each other. Like, you can't. You can't. It's been the same thing happened with friends. They kept having to like write in circles. Yeah, like, and everyone's like moving into apartments with each other and <laughs> the, against each other. And yeah, or uh, yeah, I, there's a lot of that. Like, we'll move Ross in across the street. What yeah, a good yeah, idea. yeah. Why? There's a whole thing. <laughs> but um, I will say, I'm happy to see all of that ensemble getting work. Yeah. Deborah Messing, I really like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Megan Mullally. We've talked up a whole bunch. Happy to see them Sean on the show. Sean Hayes is great. Eric and McCormick is a person. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's also paid to act. Yeah. <laughs> I this is not a diss. I literally I have zero opinion about him. He like So I have that thing and I almost wanted to spend an episode on it, but I don't think on Eric McCormick. Just what if you just like like in sports, you can make a trade. You can have someone that's like, not oh, as good and oh just, that's a good. If you could topic. just trade someone with like, I don't know, mediocre comic timing. Whoops, that sounded bad. But like somebody oh. that would upgrade, like that show could be so much funnier. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, yeah, you're not. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody heard. Yeah, Alexa the... keeps talking to us. No, sh- Alexa, stop. Stop. She's listening. Good job. That was good. All right. I should just turn that off while we're doing this so it stops doing that. It only does that when we're talking. It yep. never does that any other other once in a while the TV makes it happen. Um uh yeah, but like cuz I my original theory came from the Spider-Man movie and like whoa, they got like a dynamic actor in there and it's so much better than when Toby Maguire is oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and I was thinking we could spend an episode but that would be so hard to be like 
in the abstract. That like 4D chess of yeah. recasting. But yeah, who would you recast as Will in Will and Grace? Jeez. Oh, uh, I don't know. That's tough. I'd have to spend a couple of days thinking about that one. Ooh. But uh, let yeah. me look on my list and see if I have anyone. Yeah. Uh, well, but you have to think of like from that time that wouldn't have been working. It's hard to. Oh. I just felt like, I don't know. Okay. I mean, it's hard. You got three pretty genius comedians on that show. Yeah. Like those three are so funny. He, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of. I mean, he is a musical theater guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, and everything he does is very musical theater. It's like, this is a funny way to talk. Like, smiley and demanding of your time. Yeah, and like, I mean, I have this thing about, like, boys that grow up doing, because I teach drama, boys that grow up doing musical theater, oftentimes they get to me and, like, they, they're they not good, but they've been in everything, uh-huh. and no one's ever given them a note, and they have no idea, but it's because they've spent their whole life just being a guy in musical theater and you just always need guys and you're always focusing on the ensemble or the uh-huh. or the girls or whatever or the notes and there's a guy that can kind of sing and he's all right as an actor. I feel like that you take what you can get. Yeah. In, in the high school yeah. or junior high. I feel like that's what he's like is like did anybody ever give him a note about how to be good? No. All right. Oh, God, Maybe this is in so the bad. intervening we're, years. We're so mean. He's uh, fine. He's, I don't he's think fine. I said anything negative about <laughs> Eric McCormick. This is on you. Yeah, it is. I said he's, he's a vanilla, and <laughs> I see right through him like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but I would have. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. He's probably the one member of that cast who che- was like, oh, I'll check out this cool podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write them hate mail. I ho- you know what? I really hope he does. Yeah. We we should just try to make him mad so we can hear from Eric <laughs> McCormick. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, In I fact, would, that should be. We'll just change the name of the podcast to "We Hate You, Eric McCormick." <laughs> yeah, so and it'll just be us talking bad about him. Okay, and then is we'll that get even his name? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how little we care about him. Is we never learned his name. <laughs> Hold on. I mean, I think most people just call him Will, right? Yeah. <laughs> Probably his wife, if he has one, is like, hey, Will, oh, wh- what's your name? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not gay. Yeah, it's Eric McCormick. He's definitely not gay and was another one of those actors where it was like, why do you keep reminding everyone? Why are you so focused on letting everyone know you're straight? Like, I'm straight in McStraight pants. Don't worry, I'm straight, I'm straight. And then when he's playing Will, you're never like, I think he's really gay. You're like, yeah, it's a, a straight guy pre- yeah. Playing, not even, he's just playing a guy, and he's kind of annoying. Yep. That's a bit. It. Uh, yeah, that's that's what the, <laughs> I'll look up to see if he's married to anyone, just so we can, like, work it oh, into the is. conversation. I'm sure he is. Um, so do you have another couple to throw out? I do. I have a couple more. Um, one of them is Lauren Graham and Peter Krause. I don't think I know either of those people. Lauren Graham is from Gilmore Girls. Okay, yeah. Peter She's Krause. the one that's not. Uh, the other one, the the young one, yeah, whatever. Her she's name the is. mom, and she's on Parenthood, the TV I show also Parenthood. Didn't watch that. Okay, and then he's Peter Krause. Okay, he was on uh, I the think one his about name means circle. Yeah, well, it's Peter Krause, but anytime I hear people say it, it's Krause. Okay, um, and he uh, he was on that show about the people dying six feet under. Is that right? Me- uh, yeah, that's one the of HBO them. one where yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, never they... saw that show. God damn it! 
we're having a tough time with this episode like yeah. kind of related i did I talk for like four hours out of my day kind of nonstop. so i'm I'm lucky that sentences are making sense. I'm happy that they are. I'm really glad that we didn't decide. Ooh, we touched. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> uh, I didn't. We didn't decide to do this yesterday because um, Tuesday night, because it was the night before school started. I was up at three a.m. Oh my god! And when I got home, I, I don't remember coming home. I was so tired. I'm glad you're still. Alive. Yeah. And I, I really that would have been fun to do. We should. I should do that. We should do one episode where I'm sleep deprived. Um, I think that's every episode for me, so like I can really yeah. But you function way better on no sleep yeah. than I do. You know that I don't function on no sleep. When I tried to say elbow and I said email, that, that was, was great. That was a good. Moment that was in a my classic life. moment. Yeah. Okay, and he uh, Eric McCormick is married to a assistant director named Janet Holden, whom they met on the set of Lonesome Dove. Okay. So didn't know he was in that. Nope. Maybe he was just visiting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe he walked on and nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thing about th- they're both like, I feel like they're always on something, and they were both on like really uh, well thought of TV shows that I never watched. Really. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of those. Never yeah. seen The Wire. Wow. <sighs> Did I? Is this gonna happen? What am I supposed to to say? What do I? What What do I have to say to you? Like everybody must say the same thing to you when you say I haven't seen The Wire. You haven't. You really have to. Yeah, but I don't though. What's the script? What do I say next? The noise. Uh, You say no. What What you're supposed to say is, "Oh my God, you're so lucky. You get to see The Wire for the first time." And then I say, "Yeah, I'll check it out." And then in a year, I'll mention The Wire again, and you'll be like. Oh my god, you haven't seen The Wire? <laughs> and you'll have forgotten about the first conversation. Mm, sounds like fun. So, um, I don't, it's weird because we always, when we do this where we trade off, I end up doing like my favorite ones first. And then my last ones are always like, and these are some other yeah, things. We can skip them. <laughs> uh, but I had a couple. Um, one that I want to mention is Paul Shear and June Diane Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. They they're have a podcast. Yes. And they're super adorable. But also, she's really beautiful. And he looks like he looks, and I don't understand it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to imagine how he looked, and then I was like, oh, yes. He is bald, gap-toothed, kind of funny-looking. Yeah, he's, he's a funny guy, though, and he seem, he's yeah. stable. Like, yeah. Their relationship seems super solid. Yeah. I love that whenever they greet each other on their podcast. Oh, yeah, it sounds like they've never met. <laughs> yeah. Hi, like, Paul. How are you? <laughs> yes. so she always says it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great bit. I love them. Yeah. They um, they have a podcast about bad movies called How Did This Get Made? Yeah. Which, not my favorite bad movie podcast, but it's very good. Yeah. I, I think she's very funny, and I think Jason Manzukas is very funny, and I think Paul Shear does a good job of steering, but sometimes yeah, he's, he he's tries to come up, he tries to come up with like, a funny way to say something. He's like, yeah, it's almost like, it's almost like as if it's almost like as if, and you watch and he's just struggling for like three minutes. Uh-huh. I'm like, aren't you an improvisational comedian? <laughs> it's like they were, they were on drugs or something, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he'll, he'll do it and like kill you can, cause they do a lot of live shows and the laughter will stop. Uh, and I'm like, Ooh, that, boy, that bombed. Um, where Jason Manzoukas, everything he says, I think is hilarious. Oh Yeah. Um, and here's a here's a okay. sneaky good one. Okay, I'm ready. I hope you know these two names because otherwise it's not gonna have the reaction I was hoping okay. for. Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. Uh huh. Okay. And Clark Gregg. 
the old man from like the cabin in the woods or is that it's the wrong one i think i'm confusing with someone i know clark clark greg, greg is is now part of the marvel universe he plays yeah agent F- F- colson yeah agent yeah Coulson. yeah okay that's who i'm thinking of. yeah I, th- I think he was in cabin in the woods okay um yes that's a couple okay well you know i did not know that but isn't that there's something weird i don't know why it's weird to me because well I, th- I think it's weird, like, even if they're people of the same age, if yeah. they were famous in totally different decades. Two decades apart. Yeah, that feels very weird. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, wait, Jennifer Grey is still around? <laughs> yeah. Oh, s- and speaking of Marvel Universe pairings, mm-hmm. Paul Bettany, who plays oh. Jarvis and Vision or whatever, mm-hmm. he's married to Jennifer Connelly. Yes. Wait, okay. <laughs> yeah, and they were in that one other movie yeah. with the beautiful mind. Is it a beautiful mind? I get a beautiful mind and a dangerous mind. Beautiful mind with Russell Crowe. <sighs> Where he played... Come on, Brennan. No movie trivia. This is sad. No, a be- you're just kind of talking. Yeah. I was just letting no, it happen. a beautiful mind is the one with Russell Crowe where yeah, he has... Where he's it, math and stuff. Yes, and Paul Bettany is in it, and, and she's in it too. Okay, yeah. I've never seen it though. So. <sighs> because Look, there's a lot of stuff in the world. Because like, that movie came out when I was... Like late nineties, right? Yeah, I was too young, young to see it. And is it late nineties? I think it's early two thousands. Maybe I was still too young. Like yes. I was not watching a Beautiful Mind in third grade. Yeah, I guess um, not. And in the massive list of culture that um, I, I have put to that look very at, high up. yeah, exactly. I watched. Look, I watched American Beauty before I watched A Beautiful Mind, and that's still lower on the list. Um, but like, you know, I'd rather watch The Graduate, which mm-hmm. is a great movie. There we go. Um, speaking yeah. of which, one half of a celebrity couple is in that movie. The Graduate? Mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman? No. Uh, Anne Bancroft. La- yeah. But she's dead, though. I know. She died. But it's one of my favorite celebrity couples, couples of all time. Okay. Who's, who is she with? You don't know? I don't know. Mel Brooks. What? Right? Okay. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. And they were, like, desperately in love with each other. They had such That's a great so relationship. Sweet. Yeah. Aww. But you would not think Mel Brooks and Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Well, I mean, the <laughs> weird thing was Mrs. Robinson was only six years older than Dustin Hoffman yeah. when they were shooting that movie. Also, he was 30 yeah, he playing was a 20-year-old. But that movie was still great. It is great. Um, I don't know. That's cool. You're really, you know, you bring in the thrills and the spills. <laughs> and the chills. Yeah. Oh. Because <laughs> there's there was a go- Yeah, that's the, it's, it is really chilling. This this is a This is a hair-raising it episode really of our of our podcast there's spiders there's that's a, a there's lip sync battles uh uh-huh. um okay i i have a weird okay go for it celebrity couple it's a gay couple so bear with me tom daly the olympic diver is no married idea. to he uh he was like huge two olympics ago because okay. he's a diver um he was like 18 and he won like medals okay. and stuff um he got married to Dustin Lance Black, who is the screenwriter of Milk. Oh, um, they're they're gay celebrities. Yeah. Like they're they're our second biggest power couple next to Neil Patrick Harris and David Burka, which okay. is more like indicative of the sad state of affairs. Yeah, of gay representation in the media. Yeah. But um, they're like easy, like twenty years apart, and it's very mm-hmm. strange. But. Dustin Lance Black still looks younger than him because oh. he looks like he is twelve. <laughs> oh wow! Um, but yeah, so that that is happening. yeah that freaks me out sometimes when 
there's a big age gap. And I think I was, when I was looking through the celebrity couples, there was one where I went, oh no. And I think it was a gay couple. That happens a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of really hot gay men Mm -hmm. who are married to like 50 or 60 year old like publicists. Yeah. Matt Bomber is one of them. Um, he he was in Magic Mike. He was in White Collar. Okay. Um, yes, that stuff. And um, Cheyenne Jackson, who he was on Thirty Rock. Do you watch? He was he was the like the guy who came on, um, kind of later in the show. He, like, they were did a big open casting call. (gasps) He was the robot, and then he turned out to be handsome and like a great singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And Jenna was really jealous of him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is that guy? Okay, there are a couple. No, no. Both of them. Both of them oh. are with people who are like, like twenty years older than them. Oh wow! Mm. It's a whole thing. Mm. Um. Oh. Uh, oh, I no. saw it. It was two women. Oh, and now I can't remember. Was who it? They was are. one of them Sarah Paulson? Yes. Because she dates women who are like eighty. Yes. I don't Sarah know Sarah Paulson from um, American Horror yeah. Story. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. And the woman she's with, I. I know her, and I can't remember where I know her from. I want to say she was on Bosom Buddies in the 80s. Like, she's been around forever. Yeah. And that one was like, what? It was a double hook because I didn't know that Sarah Paulson was gay. And oh, then yeah. to be dating, I was like, oh, is that her mom? Like, <laughs> I was like, maybe they got mixed up with this photo, and they put her next to her mom. Is it Holland Taylor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh, distinguished. She's 74. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is fine. No. There was yeah, okay. Look, I love is love is love. That's is creepy fine. sometimes. That's but, creepy. Um That's yeah. a huge age gap. Yeah. I'm being ageist, but whatever. The, well, uh, whatever. I can't um, even handle dating someone that's like five years younger than me. That's the maturity levels are so different. Well, it's more just like Oh, that's that's when your childhood was. We have nothing in common. Like, yeah, that, that is tough. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, yeah, because there were rumors that she was dating Jessica Lange for a minute, which oh. I don't think were ever substantiated. Because I don't think Jessica Lange is like out or queer in any way. I don't know. There's a whole. Oh, that's an interesting thing because I don't think I've ever heard of her being linked to anyone. Yeah. So I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like. Yeah. Speculate. But there were uh, in the lesbian rumor mill, mm-hmm. that was like a thing where people were like, Oh, is that happening? Hmm. The the gay rumor mill is on their business. Really? <laughs> like because you Tell have, me more. Well you have to search really, really hard to find gay couples. Yeah. So they'll be like, So on Instagram, these mm-hmm. two people, both Instagram from the like Turks and Caicos at the same time. Oh. So they're probably together. <laughs> um That's funny. But there, there have been rumors for a couple of years that you know Lee Pace, um, yes, pushing daisies. I love Lee Pace. There are rumors. I love everything he does except his role in The Hobbit was weird. The Estranjuil, <laughs> yeah, the was Elvish really prince or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, no, but there are rumors that he was dating his Hobbit co-star Richard Armitage, who was one of the like the main dwarf, like the dwarf prince dude. Mm, yeah, um, who I can't recognize unless he's dressed as that dwarf. Yeah, exactly. Um, he was in Captain America, I think. Was he? Yeah. I don't even know. I think but I'm thinking of the same guy. You've seen Captain America? No. Okay, never mind then. I saw Civil War. <laughs> he plays a tiny part. Okay. And I'm like, so he's done that and then played 
the main part in a trilogy. How? Yeah, he look. He he's he's one of those British actors that just sometimes steps across the pond. Yeah. Um. But there are like really pervasive rumors for years that mm-hmm. these two are dating, but neither of them are like out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I I I don't really like talking about it, but like the rumor mill is on it. Yeah, they're just like watching like hawks. Oh yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, that's weird. I'm like, tell me more. I want to hear more rumors, not because I care. Because I like rumors. Yeah. I don't want to out anyone. I know. Yeah, this like is not to good. out anyone or to substantiate anything because yeah. it's all just like mm-hmm. dumb speculation. Mm-hmm. But that's what that is. Let's start a rumor. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll think of an actor mm-hmm. and you think of an actor and we'll say them at the same time. I'm having a really hard time not saying Lee Pace right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, he, his eyebrows yeah. take up like 90% of your RAM and your okay, brain. Okay, hold on. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, three, two, one. Harrison Keanu Ford. Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> that is a May-December relationship I can get behind. <laughs> They'd make a pretty interesting couple. They would. They would be so weird, and I would love it. Okay, they're actually more similar. The more I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, they're they're both kind of stonery. Yeah. And like right. gruff. Yeah. They wouldn't talk very much and that Man. would be fine. Um another gay couple to throw out there. This is a retro gay couple. Okay, cool. Um and this one actually happened, although one party will not admit to it and mm-hmm. also is deceased. <laughs> um but Tab Hunter. Do you know of Tab Hunter? I've heard he was name. like kind of a blonde sex idol in the fifties or whatever. Okay. Okay. Um he is gay. There was recently a documentary about him called Tab Hunter Confidential and it's super good. Mm-hmm. Um but he dated Tony Perkins. Oh. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's like pictures of them together mm-hmm. and there's one where they're both shirtless. Oh. And so and they're like holding a cake or something. Yeah. And they were both whoa, whoa. <laughs> I peaked my levels for some reason. <laughs> I'm just so excited about Tony Perkins. <laughs> Um, we, <laughs> yeah, no, but um, they're Tony Perkins never publicly came out. He had right. wife and kids and all that business up until he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but he dated Tab Hunter, and that's mm-hmm. like kind of just how it happened. Yeah. Um, but Tab Hunter's also now with someone who's like forty years younger than him, mm-hmm. who's like a high up at like Warner Brothers or something. Um, oh wow! But I just thought that was interesting. I like both of them. Yeah. Anyway, um, can I talk about this whole topic that we haven't gotten to yet? Yes. I was thinking about dynasties of Ooh. celebrity couples. Oh, okay. I'm thinking Tony Curtis and Janet Lee. Yeah. Get together mm-hmm. and they make Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Who is now with Christopher Guest? Oh my God. So like, it's this whole two generations. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But then they have a kid. Do they? They have to. They have kids. I'm sure. We've I don't seen, know about that. I'm sure. I'm sure we've seen one of them in something. Probably, because that always happens with celebrity kids. You're like, oh, well, that was that was awkward. How that one actor in that movie was wooden and couldn't do anything. And it's yeah. Like, oh, it was the director's son. Yeah. <laughs> Judd Apatow has his kids and everything. Ooh. His his older daughter is really funny. Uh-huh. And I like her a lot. I don't I don't know how I feel about her younger their younger daughter, but his Claude? No. Maud? <laughs> okay. Maud Apatow. She has a really great Twitter account too. Oh, she's really funny. I, I don't know that. Cool. Yeah, she's really funny. She's a good follow. She's clever. Okay. For like a teenager. I'm like, what? Okay. The, like, I'm into yeah. it. 
or like a like a Richard Linklater cast his daughter in Boyhood, mm. which was the worst mistake. Oh, she's so bad. I mean, if we're gonna talk about that, there's one that's sitting out there: the all-time worst casting your kid in a movie. Okay, hit me. Sophia Coppola. Oh, in the Godfather Part Three. Ah, uh, she managed to like derail everything that that. But that was, you know, the whole thing about that, right? That that was supposed to be Winona Ryder. Oh. And then it was so last minute, he was like, I guess yeah. my daughter yeah, can yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You would think he would be like, we need to hold off a couple weeks so I can find the right actress. But he's like, my daughter has never been in anything can do it. No, she can't. Oh, uh, well. And she's acting against young Andy Garcia, who's amazing in that movie. But it kills every scene he's in. And it's supposed, <sighs> to, be, it's supposed to be like a really interesting relationship because they're like cousins and oh. it's for Bolton for Bolton. He's for Bolton. Yeah. It's like it's like supposed to be like this crazy thing, but the whole time you're like, why isn't she moving her face? <laughs> <laughs> I just heard an interview with her about with uh Chris Hardwick where he's interviewing her about her new movie. And I you know, I'm a bit of a podcast hoarder. I skipped. I skipped I skipped a lot. It was very boring. Yeah. She's not it, a dynamic speaker. That's too bad. She's an interesting director. Yeah, her movies are... Ooh, I, I need to turn my levels down a tiny, tiny bit because I keep like <laughs> popping my eardrums. All right. Uh, I'm too excited. <laughs> anyway, um, another oh. dynasty I thought Oh, good. Of. I Deb, love this. Debbie Reynolds and Eddie Fisher. Yes. Because um, Eddie Fisher was a singer who was mm-hmm. popular like back then. Yeah. They had a Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. who got with Brian Lord, who's like a big Hollywood agent, mm-hmm. and they have Billy Lord. Yes. But Carrie Fisher was also with Paul Simon mm-hmm. for, for a bit. Yes. Which... I found out because I, I just read her book, Wishful Drinking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she was with Paul Simon? Yeah, she was also with Harrison Ford. Yeah, but but yeah, it was like on the DL. Yeah, that's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> didn't that feel that way when it came out? Like, Yeah, kind of. But it's we like, didn't know about it at the time, so it doesn't count. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Um, also, well, she has a, there's some special she did where it's like a one-woman show, but it's kind of stand-up-y. And she did this whole thing where she takes... Like, it's the family tree thing, right? Yes. Yeah, and she's like, wait. That's wishful drinking. The book was like adapted from that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because she does a thing where she's like, wait, are they related or can they be in a couple or whatever it was? It, because it yeah, because so many steps and halves and cause, stuff because of all the divorces. Yeah, Carrie Fisher's dad, mm-hmm. Eddie Fisher. Yes. Um, His best friend was married to Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, and his best friend died and he got with Elizabeth Taylor. Right. And like something like... Elizabeth, they divorced, and Elizabeth Taylor had a kid with someone who they mutually knew, mm-hmm. and like the grandson of them met Billy Lord, mm-hmm. and they flirted, and they were like, "Wait, is this okay?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but I have two more dynasties. Oh, good. I, I really, I looked into this. This is one of my favorite things you've ever done. Oh, great. Um, because there's an element of suspense for me too. Yeah. Like, oh, who's it gonna be? Okay. Tippy Hedren and Peter mm-hmm. Griffith. Okay. They made Melanie Griffith. Right. Who got with Don Johnson. Johnson and they made Dakota Johnson. Yes. Isn't that's very cool? That's crazy. Yeah. Um I like now Dakota Johnson has to get with I don't know, somebody else. Um Okay, Eric McCormick. <laughs> Eric McCormick. There we go. Because that way okay. she would still be the best person in that relationship. <laughs> okay, you have seen her and stuff and like her in that, right? Yes. I think um, I have not seen the Fifty Shades of Grey. I actually haven't seen her in anything, so I yeah. can't comment. I just, okay. I I think she she's not like 
a great, great, great actress, mm-hmm. but I think she has the capacity to be very funny. Mm. Like when she turns on the comedy, mm-hmm. I really like her. Oh, okay. So like in 50 shades, those characters are so dumb. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing that happened to Kristen Stewart. Um, yes. Cause people like her more now cause she's doing indie stuff and yeah. she's showing that she can, act. she's really good in a lot of stuff. She's yeah. not good in twilight. I haven't even watched twilight, but she's not good in twilight. Not because it's not her. because she's bad. It's because yeah. that role offered her nothing. Right. And that's exactly what happened to Dakota Johnson. Cause mm-hmm. it's the literally the same story. Yeah. Um, is it really? No. It's well, not. 50 sort shades of. started off as fan fiction of twilight. That what? is absolutely true. What's happening? Um, okay. <laughs> No, the the E.L. James, uh-huh. she originally published Fifty Shades of Grey online as a Twilight fan fiction. Okay. Under the name, I think it was Snow Queen's Ice Dragon or something Perfect. like that. Perfect. Um, that then, sounds like Game of Thrones fan fiction. Well, that was, no, that was her <sighs> author name. That was such a spoiler. All right, keep going. Don't care. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so um, she basically... Control F, like find and replaced all the names. Christian Gray is Edward. Um, Dakota Johnson is Bella. Okay. And like literally Edward has this family and he has this number of sisters and a brother. And like that's how Christian Gray is. Oh, wow. And um, it's. This would probably be a lot more interesting if I had read or watched either. I've watched them in that way that like you you know that thing where you turn on hbo and you're like what's this movie and you watch uh-huh. for like 10 minutes and then you're like oh i get it i don't want to watch it anymore yeah <laughs> no but yeah it's just kinky fan fiction of twilight that's amazing but yeah so that that's the reason yes it, that role is equally punishing yeah but there are funny lines in 50 shades of gray and she is so good oh, during okay. those moments interesting and i thought she was funny in how to be single which mm-hmm. was a super mediocre comedy yeah um and yeah, Dakota Johnson's pretty cool. Okay, uh, I like it. I don't know. People like to get on the bandwagon of hating people who are yes. in popular movies that suck. Yes, and that's not fair. Yes, so I want to like wave my flag for yes. Dakota Johnson. I feel I felt that way about Kristen Stewart because she's great in like Adventureland. Yeah, she's great in that movie. I really like that and movie a lot. Yeah, she was good in American Ultra with uh, I, Jesse Eisenberg. I didn't see that one. I want to though. It was okay. She yeah. was good. Yeah, um, she's good. She was and she doesn't she also shouldn't be on award shows she shouldn't go on red carpets she doesn't like that stuff yeah she's like i mean her biggest problem i think is she takes herself a little too seriously probably like she's like i just want to be an artist i don't want to <laughs> it's like all right but like smile or smile that's the worst thing to say you're a girl <laughs> you should smile um but no just like have some fun every once in a while yeah you don't have to take yourself so seriously and i also think there's a i think this happens to a lot of actors or actresses they're as you know, we both come from like theater. You meet people that are very shy yeah. in real life, and they're much more dynamic when they're playing a character. Yeah, Robert De Niro is one of them. He is a terrible interview. He's yeah. a terrible interview. And I think Tom Hardy's kind of like that. Is he's he really? Very, he's very reserved in real life. I've never seen him interviewed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know Harrison Ford is. Not a great interview. I think that's a little more curmudgeonly, but I yeah, think he's, he's always cankerous. Yeah, I feel like he's always kind of been that way. But like to be like, Ugh, I hate her so much because you know, and like I don't know, I don't know. It's it's weird. And I thought Robert Pattinson took the hit pretty hard for those movies too. And I don't. Yes, he did. I don't think that was fair. I, of course, I haven't seen him in much. I thought he was good as Cedric Diggory. 
Yeah. Um, he's in a movie that's coming out like literally this weekend called Good Time. Yeah. That is getting great reviews. Right. I don't want to um, see it. No, yeah, me neither. Um, it looks like a Martin Scorsese movie from like 15, 20 years ago. Yep. That's what it looks like to me. That's kind of, I guess, the idea. It, you know like, what it looks, it reminds me of, and you probably haven't seen this, Nicolas Cage did a Martin Scorsese movie called Bringing Out the Dead or Bringing yeah, Out the Dead. Yeah, I've heard about it. I I worked at the art theater in mm-hmm. Long Beach, mm-hmm. um, and I had coworkers who love movies, and yeah. I I had Bringing Out the Dead rigorously explained to me by one of my coworkers during a slow shift. I don't know how anybody could recap that movie. It took like six hours. <laughs> it was not a great shift for me. No. But um anyway, um shout outs to a random person that you worked with at the yeah, Long Beach Art House. This. I know he won't. He doesn't care about me. Yeah. No, he's cool. whatever. <laughs> um I have a baby dynasty. Just okay, to cool. finish up. Um Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Yes. Who are like the biggest couple of mm-hmm the 80s or whatever right um then i'm there goldie hahn has a daughter that's kate hudson yes who is not the daughter of kurt russell even though like no both both her kids are not his kids yeah oliver hudson and kate, and hudson. kate hudson but yeah. they both apparently according to wikipedia they view kurt russell as a father so yes. like, that's wonderful yeah um but also they have a kid together named wyatt wyatt russell who's trying to become a thing wait who has a kid goldie hahn and kurt russell oh yeah, they yeah, have yeah. a third child that's yes, like both yes. of theirs i thought for a second you were saying kate hudson and oliver hudson oh no 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 no, no they're no, brother no. and sister no so no no this is not game of thrones <laughs> yeah. spoilers for episode one i guess <laughs> um <laughs> so um wyatt russell was in everybody wants some that baseball movie yes uh i want to see that and i haven't that's richard link later too yes i was not a huge fan my I will entire like family it. loved it i'm yeah. sure you'll like it i like it it's about baseball yeah i liked that he cast a lot of very handsome men in it because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very like dude led movie. And I've like, heard it's very dazed and confused ish. Yeah. It's, it's a spiritual sequel to dazed and confused. Okay. Um, but he cast a lot of like of the handsome men that I see in movies. And I'm like, you have a shot. Mm-hmm. And then like he cast them and actually gave them a shot. And I respect that. Yeah. Ryan Guzman from the boy next door did not okay. make good use of his shot. No, but Glenn Powell, who was on Scream Queens. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. It's like people you wouldn't know, but people right. that I've been noticing. Yeah. He's in that. Is he good? He's incredible. Okay. He's super good. He was also in Hidden Figures as John Glenn, the astronaut. Oh, cool. Um, I he's, see that movie. He's like coming up in his career, and he's really funny and like really good. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so Wyatt Russell. Wyatt, Wyatt Russell, Russell was in that Wyatt movie. Russell. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's also in Table 19. Okay. Uh, I don't have strong opinions about him, but Sergio hate. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but he's 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 up and coming, and you know there is more of a dynasty there because Kate Hudson had a baby with the lead singer of um, Counting Crows. Nope, no, oh, not she was, Counting Crows. Other other. She was with two leads, the Black Crows. Black Crows, yeah, yeah, and but she also was with the singer from Muse for a while. Mm. But so. they, but her and um, is it Chris Robinson? I want to say. I think so. Yeah, yeah they yeah, had a kid. So that's okay. A, that's okay. A yeah, it's another. Th- you're right, because I, I saw. I was actually looking this up to see mm-hmm. if there was a second tier to the dynasty. Yeah, and she, it said she was with Chris Robinson. I thought it said Craig Robinson. Oh my god! And I was like, amazing. that would have been the coolest couple. Yeah, but not. I feel like Kate Hudson. <sighs> there's a movie. This is very off topic, but there's a movie called No. What's it called? Doctor No? No. 
It's called like 100 cigarettes or 10,000 cigarettes. Something. Thank some you number. for smoking. No. Coffee and cigarettes. No, not coffee and cigarettes. It's How a, to Lose it's a, a Guy movie. in 10 Days. It's a movie, and I'm going to have to read you the cast because it's kind of mind-blowing who's okay. in it. Cool. And that nobody knows this movie. I'm going to put 100 cigarettes in it and see. Okay. Um, Go ahead. I'm just going to kind of keep talking. Do a thing, and then I'll... Well, I want to... This is one I want to kind of briefly skim over, so we can... While you're distracted, I'll talk about it. I just want to talk about the celebrities that cause a lot of drama in the tabloids. Okay. Just, like, shout out to them. Go ahead. Tom Cruise. Yes. Nicole Kidman and Katie Holmes. Yeah. And there's the Brangelina, Jennifer Aniston situation. Yeah. And the tabloids milked Jennifer Aniston for all she was worth. Yeah. She was with Brad Pitt. She was with Adam Duritz from Counting Crows. He was also with Courtney Cox. Which is crazy. And he, that's uh-huh. a, that is a mismatch. That is not. Yeah. But she's with Tate Donovan. Mm-hmm. She's Vince Vaughn. She had- By the way, Tate Donovan, right around that time, like right after he was with her, dated my friend. That See, that makes it. You can see and Tate Donovan. Broke up with her and married his wife. Oh, that's the worst. I've had two of my girlfriends that that happened to. That's the worst. And I apologize but, if I just aired somebody's dirty laundry. Sorry. Maybe we should cut that out. Oh, well. Maybe. Uh, well, you didn't use names. Yeah. And I used Tate Donovan's name. <laughs> I don't, I think that's fine. Okay. Um, Tate, Tate Donovan is the Eric McCormick of Jennifer Anderson's boyfriends. <laughs> he's <laughs> he just, really he's so bland. <laughs> he's so bland. He's, he's like, Handsome, I guess. He's like handsome in that way where you're like, yeah, he's handsome, but like, yeah, well, he's same as Eric McCormick. He's good looking. Yeah, like, he's he's like a Topher Grace. I would although, say Topher Grace is more interesting although, looking. No, I Topher Gra- Topher Grace like back in the day because okay. Topher Grace was just in a really crummy, not cr- it was enjoyable, but like mm-hmm. dumb romantic comedy with as Chris Evans' best friend mm. is called Playing It Cool, and you know, it, okay, it had some good stylistic stuff going. It wasn't okay. bad. It was just like a like a. It was a lark of a movie. Like mm-hmm. clearly, they were just friends making a movie. Um, it was this director who's like never made anything else. I, he mm-hmm. he must just know Chris Evans, and they decided to make a movie together. Yeah. Um, but uh, Topher Grace plays the best friend, and he's so cute. And like he, mm-hmm. I like him more. I really like him a lot. I should. I, I want him so, to get more work. I apologize to Topher Grace, but Tate Donovan. Yeah. Anyway, Jennifer Aniston dated John Mayer, and now she's with Justin Thoreau. Mm-hmm. Lots of bland white men on her roster. Mm-hmm. But then we've got <sighs> Katy Perry, also with John Mayer. Yeah. She had her terrible thing with Russell Brand. Now she's with Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. He is relevant in that way. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's my distant cousin. What? No, nope. he's... Oh, oh, because of the last name. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um... So, speaking of tabloid drama, okay, Taylor Swift. Her, there's literally a whole Wikipedia page about her boyfriends and correlating them to, to which the songs. songs she wrote about them. Oh, she's yeah. Um, but she listen to this list though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of them are like young hip people that aren't yeah. as like a list, but like Calvin Harris, Joe Jonas, Taylor Lautner, mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. Uh, Harry Styles from One Direction, Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. That was very controversial. Yeah, because do you remember when that came out? They like posed for a picture, uh huh, to announce they were coming out, and everybody was like, "This is a stunt." Yeah. And then it was over in a matter of weeks. And it was like, 
that may have been. I think I think a lot of it is BS. Anyway, yeah, no, it, it it's good for both of the people. Mm-hmm. But also, John Mayer, he keeps showing up. Yeah. Um. So then I clicked over to John Mayer's page. In addition to those people, he's been with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Minka Kelly and Jessica Simpson. <laughs> he's just he's running around. Yeah. So that's the drama, people. I just wanted to get them out of the way because yeah. I don't want to give them too much attention because, like, that's the whole thing. Okay, so here's the movie I was talking about. It's okay, Two Hundred Cigarettes. Okay, so you're half off. I was half off. It takes place on New Year's Eve, and it's a bunch of people trying to get to New Year's Eve parties. Okay, great. Let me read you the cast. Uh oh. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, the year is, uh, 1999. Okay. So you put so the Y2K the- is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. People it are takes- still drinking Tang, but it takes place in. Put on some. No one Nirvana. ever drank Tang. I drank Tang. <laughs> uh. It takes place in the 80s. Oh, okay. Okay. So, it's listed top build cast, and a lot of these people are not a big part of the movie. Um, ben Affleck. Okay. Casey Affleck. Oh, okay. Dave Chappelle. Well, okay. Yeah. Guillermo Diaz. Who <laughs> I like is, say Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yeah. Guillermo Diaz is in other stuff. Okay. He's like one of those guys you'd recognize if you saw him. Elvis Costello makes a cameo. Fun. Um, Janine Garofalo, Gabby Hoffman. She, it was a, it was a '90s comedy, so she yeah. had to be in it. Yeah. Wait, so Gabby, oh, Gabby, Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman plays the best friend in every movie ever. Yeah, she was the best friend in Wild and the best friend in Obvious Child, mm-hmm. and I guess all of her movies rhyme. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kate Hudson. Hey, we talked about her. Yeah, um, she has a baby. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who Catherine Kellner is. I thought it was Catherine Keener. Um, David Johansson, who I think was a thing for a minute. Oh, Courtney so, Love. Oh boy. And sorry, can I interrupt you for yeah, one go second? Ahead. The Catherine Kellner, Catherine Keener thing reminded me. Um, Dad and I were looking at the uh, Bruce Campbell has a book out. Um, okay. he was from Evil Dead. Yeah, I know who Bruce um, Campbell. Is. Yeah. Um, he has a book out called Hail to the Chin, and it has a foreword by John Hodgman. Mm-hmm. But not that John Hodgman. <laughs> oh. It's just some literary agent who's also named John Hodgman. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I just imagine John Hodgman walking through the store going like, I'm a PC or whatever, like whatever he says. Yeah. And just seeing like a book, he's like, did I write that? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, keep going. With okay, Jay Moore. Uh, yeah. Um. Nicole Ari Parker, who's another one that if you saw her, you'd recognize her. She's in like, I think she's in Boogie Nights. Um, okay. Martha Plimpton. I've heard of her. Christina Ricci. Okay. Paul Rudd. Oh. All okay. those people are in it. It's oh, wait. And Christina Ricci is Wednesday Adams, right? Yes. She's got that face. It's yeah. a circle. Yes. There, it's, it's, I think it's really funny. Ben Affleck plays, it's one of the few times where Ben Affleck gets to not be like, like he doesn't have to play suave and he's so much better when he's goofy <laughs> and he like he plays a bartender that they're all hitting on and he's like handsome and then he is actually a total dweeb you know like oh okay. it's really great it's really great and and uh casey affleck's really funny in it too um as like he's like a he's like a, he's he's like a punk kid oh he's nice. all punked out but he's like all sensitive <laughs> so he's like trying to be like trying to hook up with this girl but he's so he's like such a weenie about it it's really funny anyway i love that movie but kate hudson in it is super funny it oh. does some like really broad like slapsticky comedy stuff cool. um and it's and it's but she was this is like one of her first movies so nobody knew who she was uh-huh. I, so i was always like this girl's so great 
And then she kind of took off as a celebrity because of Almost Famous and stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, and then her career kind of like, I don't know, fell apart. But I was like, she's actually really funny. Like her mom was really funny when she was young and she was really funny too. And I'm like, again, back to that weird, like women can't be funny except they have been forever. Yeah. Um, It's just a thing of like, no one's putting women in comedy. Yeah. But she's really funny. And she plays, she's uh, her because everybody's kind of partnered up. So like Courtney Love and Paul Rudd are friends. That's and, a combo. Yeah, but they're like, it's usually, they're not like romantically partnered up. It's uh-huh. just like, they all kind of go through their night together. And it's her, Kate Hudson and Jay Moore. And like, I think that their plot line is like, everybody he ever hooks up with like falls in love with him. Aww. And so she's like falling in love with him and he's like, oh God. And he's like trying to let her down easy. But then like all this bad stuff keeps happening to her. Oh, so no. he can't break up with her. Cause oh. thing, like she gets kind of gets beat up, you know, accidentally. She, uh-huh. They're eating Indian food. And she doesn't know it's spicy. So she puts a whole bunch in her mouth. And oh no. Like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's really funny. And like at one point she, they have this great moment where she coughs up some of the food and like, you can tell it's kind of improvised. She's like, ew. Oh, <laughs> She reacts to it like, oh, I'm sorry. It's really, but it's not at all how you ever see Kate Hudson. Like she's always yeah. kind of together and stuff. And I was like, oh, look, she was like, she went for it. And she let herself be the butt of the joke. Which is so valuable. Someone yes. has to do it. And it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I recommend that movie. It's a good rental. Okay, cool. You know, dumb, but there's a lot of funny little parts. I there's do it. The Christina Ricci plot line is really irritating. It's Christina Ricci and, um, Gabby Hoffman, oh. I think, and they're they're playing girls from Ronkonkoma, and yeah, it's not great. Okay. Anyway, I think that's kind of the end of my yeah. list. Do you have anything else you want to? No, throw I kind of want to think about the dynasties more, but I can't come up with anything on the fly. Yeah, it, that's difficult. I I did some research yeah, on that did. one. I <laughs> I was pretty bored earlier today. Yeah. Um, I. I was home alone for so long today. Oh no! I was I baked blondies and they're delicious. Oh okay. Um, that happened. I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. It's always been a good. I was I was busy uh, inspiring the youth of America. Okay, you were standing and delivering. <laughs> yeah, you were taking the lead. Yeah, wow. You were musicking of the heart. I was. I couldn't remember the one with Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh. Yeah. The uh, one where Coolio sang on the soundtrack. That one. Gangster's Paradise? <laughs> yeah, Gangster's Paradise is from the movie, but what's the movie? Um, I wanted to say Dangerous Minds, but that's not it. No. <laughs> Dead Poet Society. Uh, actually, it might be Dangerous Minds. Maybe. Oh, God. Um, is there a movie called A Dangerous Mind? And I don't think so. <sighs> um, You were... I, oh, I, can, I can come up with a couple more. Oh, no. It's, okay, you were... Um, oh, shoot. What's the other... Oh, oh no 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 no! <laughs> it went away. <laughs> you were Renaissance Manning. I was with Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, Dangerous Minds. Oh, okay. And there's Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Oh, okay. that's what I was thinking oh, of. You were Freedom Riders Inc. I was Freedom Riders. Yeah, she came and that woman, that real woman, came and spoke to us oh, at cool. our training a few years ago. Nice. Uh, she's from Long Beach. No, she's from Newport Beach. What, well, the she taught Long in Beach. Long Beach. Oh my god! Do you know what school she taught at? Was it Polly Wilson? <gasps> oh, okay. The one that's right by Long Beach State. Oh yeah, yeah. I pass the, by it all the time. Yeah, the kind, the one that's in the nice part of town. Yep. 
Oh. Not how they represented it in the movie. Not really. And the way she talked about Long Beach in her thing, I was horrified. She was like, I was driving, I mean, she put it in these terms, I was driving from Newport Beach into Long Beach. <gasps> oh. And me and a couple other teachers like lived, I used to live right there, another teacher used to live right there, and we were like, that, it's right off the 22. It's right out, you take the 22, you yeah. go by Long Beach State, and you go by the park, and then you're at Wilson High. Yeah, my you're apartment. Not, you're drive by a golf course, that's the scariest part. My apartment was blocks from Wilson, yeah. and she's like, and I had to drive in. Like, that's not the part of Long Beach that's scary to drive into. And if she was coming from Newport, she was coming right off the 20. Like, what is yeah, she talking no, about? No, the part from Long Beach, you have to get real far from the freeway. You have to just yeah. keep going like, yeah. deeper and deeper or into the Or get off hole. at a way different exit. But, like, that part of town, that's the night. Like, that's where my son is growing up. What? Like, yeah, that's the part. It that's was where so, the hipsters are living now. But it was, I felt, I mean, we were sitting there and we were like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> we were you can't say that. And like, you can't just talk about it, but that's kind of how all of Orange County thinks of Long Beach. <laughs> Wilson's a beautiful school. Yeah. It's got two stories. It looks like a castle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it literally is in one of the more expensive parts of Long Beach. Yeah. That's why I don't live there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Long Beach itself is a full city. That's my issue is Long Beach is a full city and it has bad parts, but, yeah, but because Snoop Dogg, said long beach everybody's like oh so it's like compton where yeah, it's a it part of bad. la and it's a bad neighborhood and it's like so all my friends when i got um when i got married or when people came to visit yeah they'd be like wait this is long beach i'm like yeah there's an aquarium there's marinas like it's a nice area yeah long beach is super cool yeah like i've been i've been i think in all the all the places yeah in long beach and there's only a couple of streets where you're like i'm yeah. gonna roll my windows mm -hmm. up but like most of Long Beach is totally fine. Yeah. It's a city. It's like any other city. There's good parts yeah. and there's bad parts. But also, it's kind of like, it's like a practice city. Mm -hmm. It's kind of tiny. doesn't take too long to get anywhere. Yeah. Most of it's pretty safe. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like you would have to work to get from a nice area to a bad area. Yeah. Like you'd have to really, you know, like if you're in San Francisco, you can just take a wrong turn and you're like, yeah. oh, no. No, there are clear <laughs> divisions. <laughs> Or you can be in a nice area and some of the bad area just kind of comes in. I remember uh -huh. being in Union Square or right outside Union Square and there was a woman who was on whatever she was on talking to a police officer and I was like, this is horrifying. What's happening? Um, but like, yeah, in most cities there's like blurrier lines where we, I mean, at one point we described where we lived was like ghetto adjacent and it was just a little bit up from there, but uh -huh. it was still not really ghetto like no long beach ghetto is just like it's just like poor people doing their best yeah. like it's not even scary yeah it's like i mean there are parts that you probably don't want to go to but that's well yeah pretty far away that's from like the industrial part like by yeah. the industry yeah. <laughs> anyway anyway that doesn't matter we should definitely wrap up this podcast we've we been should. talking for so long an hour and 40 minutes yeah i'm gonna cut out probably like a good six minutes from the beginning but yeah. like we've been talking for so long i'll yep. do the uh credits mm -hmm. all right you can find us on twitter at cast party pod you can find us on facebook at cast party podcast um you can email us at castpartypod at gmail.com please do that um yeah eric mccormick hit us up send <laughs> us some hate mail somebody d oh by the way i accidentally deleted someone we were following on our twitter account because i didn't realize i was in our twitter account oh, not great. My, i was Thank like you. what is this i accidentally followed this person uh oh <laughs> that's okay 
And I was like, I don't want to follow. Oops, wrong account. No offense to people I followed through that account. I don't. I never like look at the feed on that account. Yeah. Like I, most of those people I follow via whatever other account yeah. I do. So I, I'm not bothered by it. <laughs> um, we're a proud member of the Pod People Podcast Network. You should check out our other shows. My other show, Scream 101, mm-hmm. which I do with Sergio, who I mentioned. Yeah. Who hates White Russell. So yes. check that out. Um, there's you another- should see my, see my other podcast. Don't listen to it. Watch it. My other podcast is uh, Cranky Old Men. <laughs> okay. Um, sure. We can get that started. Yeah. Find an old man and I'll hook you guys up. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I don't know. Is it, Wait, is it um, you and Harrison Ford and Keanu Reeves? Yes. And they talk about their relationship. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a <laughs> guys. We're breaking podcast. news on the cast party podcast. Harrison Ford and Keanu Reeves have been a thing for years, and everybody knows it. Yeah, exactly. If you don't know it, where you've been living under yeah. a rock. Check um, Twitter once in a while. Yeah, um, <laughs> our theme song is "Good Day" by Tally Hall off the album Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Send us an email or tweet us or something. Yeah, send us your favorite picture of Eric, Eric McCormick. <laughs> Tell us your favorite Eric McCormick role. Yes. That's uh, not Will and Grace. Yes. Well, he had a Ooh, show. No, send us your favorite replacement for Eric McCormick. Oh, yeah. Who's, you should tweet at us who should replace Eric McCormick as Will yes. in Will and Grace. Yes. Um, That'd be so good. I'll try to think of one right now. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> we, both <laughs> <laughs> we both did the same stupid joke. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, don't poop your pants or hey, whatever. Hey, don't poop your pants. Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gore Gab Podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. Hello! You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gore Gab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart. Doing the things. We're doing all the things. Okay. Um, actually, could you keep talking for a second? Okay. Uh, you always want me to talk, Brennan. Stop making me talk. Isn't that like the whole reason we're here? <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. My no. mistake. No, we're here because art. Oh, of course. <laughs> I'm actually uh, here for the money. I can't believe that I thought it would be a good idea for us to do a podcast on the same day I did my opening of the year in drama three times. Do you want to like just do it again so we get a little taste of <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm Mr. Bloom. It looks like Blum, but it's pronounced Bloom. Is it? I thought it was Blumhouse, though. I hate though. you so much. Um, and then, uh, wait, what else do I do here? Here's a few, I change the way I do it. I don't do the picture of the plum and then Orlando bloom anymore. I don't know if you, because he's not relevant anymore. He kind of is again. Is he? He was in that. Well, he was in that thing on HBO recently and it was pretty funny. Okay. Um, the tour to pharmacy. France? Oh, that thing. 
I that. saw a poster of that. <laughs> um, he did that. I don't know. Didn't wasn't he in the new Pirates? No, for like two minutes, okay, and so nobody you're... saw it. You, you're nobody. What? Look, you... I don't have a high opinion of myself. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So I do. This year it was like let's come up with some. I did this with my English class. I was like, think of words that rhyme with bloom. And what was so funny is they're like, oh no, boom. <laughs> I'm like, guys, there's a lot of words. Let's do it. And they just they were not great at it but then uh they got there they got there just to, i mean usually when the teacher goes into the like i'm gonna start talking now on the first day you're like uh, uh-huh i want to i want to go to sleep um and then today so what happened was i changed from powerpoint to keynote Ooh. because i have an apple tv in the classroom so i didn't want yeah that's awesome so i didn't want to have to like do everything exactly the same and anyway um um okay sorry i i just pulled a perfect dave and i started reading something while i was trying to talk anyway so i did i did all the things and but it's all different and like the my fourth period class today i got done and like we did the normal you know i don't know if you remember like to say your name and why you're taking the class all that all that stuff that we did every time uh uh-huh and i looked at one of my seniors and i go what did i leave out she's like why and i'm like all we have left is playing categories and there's 45 minutes left in the period. <laughs> and she was like, what? I was like, I don't know what I did. And then she was there the next period. I did everything almost exactly the same. And I had 15 or 20 minutes and for, or not even when we got to categories, we had like five. Maybe they had more rhymes. Maybe. Well, I think I just, I think I got sidetracked a lot more in that class. My, my fourth period, they like sat there quietly and respectfully. Ugh, gross. Yeah. And I hadn't built in for that. That's never happened in a drama class. <laughs> no, it hasn't. They like all the directors are like very sweet, nice kids, but none of them like were, you know, on that first day. The vibe kind of comes from us joking around, and they weren't doing that with oh. me. So I was just like joke and silence and moving on. <laughs> They're like, I am a student. I yeah. must respect. Uh, yes, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Like, mess have around. you been in this class before? <laughs> yeah. This is where all the. All the jokes happen, so everybody knows that this is how it's going to be. I realized how bare bones my opening is when no one is playing. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is really boring. Anyway, are we going to do a thing? Oh, yeah, we should introduce it. Um, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were just doing mic tests. I mean, we were. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can cut all this stuff out. I was just recording. I know. You like to play it at the end, though, and I like it when it plays at the end. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. Um, I'll cut. I'll just cut out the good bits and put them. No, I'll cut out the good bits, throw them away. Yeah. Put the rest at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 